you know, since the uh, since the flurry of success from the first one, <laughs> how's your life changed? I was just in Vegas, actually. Uh, yeah, this was. Yeah, you took a celebratory trip <laughs> to celebrate to celebrate the success of the podcast. Yeah. I drove four it, hours out to Las Vegas. It went up, and you you got your you got your lady, and you went, "Honey, this is it, this darling, is the big time, darling." I st- <laughs> I went in the high roller. You ever been on the high roller before? Is that the roller coaster on the top of? Uh... No, no, no. That's I don't know what that's called. That's on New York, New York, in New York, New York, New York. Oh no! So there, there's there's a. There's a roller coaster in New York. I was just talking to a friend of mine who was like, oh, I didn't know there was a roller coaster in New York, New York. It was pretty much right outside the hotel. That's right? what I it said. It goes around it. She was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know that was a roller coaster. I was like, what did you think that steel track going around the hotel was? Construction? <laughs> yeah, that's what she fucking sounded like. It could have like. been. That's what she sounded like, too, Sean. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. She sounded like a bitch. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be having her on the podcast. No. With no. her shit takes. Jordan Peterson. We'll have Jordan Peterson. Set her straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, maybe you should just keep yourself quiet. <laughs> a man is talking. I said that unironically. Jordan Peterson, the biggest Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I pimps bitches. <laughs> It's so great that he's like the figure of masculinity. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he's the. Well, yeah, but have you seen the kind of guys who look up to him? <laughs> They're like a, a few semitones higher. And they're like, get her, daddy. He's like, damn right. Anyway, so I'm in Vegas. I, I went up on the high roller. You ever been up on that? I, you still haven't told me what it is. Oh, it's this giant Ferris wheel. On the strip, sort of behind Bally's. It's like a ripoff of the uh, the London Eye. I've it, never been to London. It looks the same. Okay. Anyway. All right. It's a piece of shit. Okay. It's, it's, you get these giant observatory pods, and you go up there, and it's just like, there it is. Yeah. Here's my problem with views. <laughs> Hot take on views. They last too long. I agree with you, dude. Like I'm, yeah. I and and they're not worth the travel time for me, really. Right. Like, because it's like, all right, I'm gonna go see the Grand Canyon. That's exa- I saw it. That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna mention. I've been to the Grand Canyon twice in my life. I went once on a family vacation when I was uh, about twelve, and then once, you know. So I went when I was twelve, and yeah, it's boring as shit. Yeah. But I thought, all right, I'm twelve, you know. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's just a big hole in the ground and whatever. But then when I moved out here, I, I took a trip to Arizona by myself, age 22 or 23. And I was like, all right, now I'll get it. You know, now I'll understand. I'm but a like, wiser man. I'm wiser, sure. so now I'll... I'm a know. wiser man. Well, no, but there are a lot of things that, like, grown-ups like that you don't care about when you're young. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, maybe this is one of them. So I, you know, I took the trip out, went to Phoenix, Flag- Flagstaff, had a, had a ball of a time. Went to the Grand Canyon, uh, low light of the trip. Low light of the trip was going to the Grand Canyon. This is going to... If anyone out there is listening to this that hates me and is like, I've always wanted confirmation that this guy's a total fucking idiot, get ready. Where is the Grand Canyon? (laughs) It's in Arizona, but it crosses over into Nevada. Okay. It's on the border. Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, it's... It is a big fucking hole. And honestly, it doesn't look that... I'll bet it's fucking cool. It doesn't look that much more impressive than, like, a lot of the scenery in the desert. You know, like, in Arizona or Utah or Nevada. You didn't or take a, a, a burro to the bottom? No, fuck that. 
I, f- I feel bad okay. for the little donkeys anyway. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't sit on it. Nice, I wouldn't sit on that. Have you seen some of the fucking tourists at the Grand Canyon? <laughs> I mean, put yeah. that on a donkey. I'm not having Poor that. guys. Poor nah. little fellas. What, the donkeys or the tourists? The, the donkeys. Oh, the donkeys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not having that. But I'm with you, dude. Like, views are bollocks, mostly. What's that fucking As movie about the... Say. What's the movie about the donkey? <sighs> I mean... Oh, you mean uh, the, the the art movie? The French movie? Yeah, it's, it's like Belatar, I think, right? Oh, Hassan Balthazar, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. The donkey Balthazar. The movie's yeah. fucking cool. That's a good movie. It's not uh, as good as Wiener Dog by Todd Salons. But... Shit movie. <laughs> anyway, so... Shit remake. But anyway, yeah. Um, no, I'm with you about views, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't ever get... I mean, we have we have a similar thing in London to the, I guess, the High Roller, right? It's a big Ferris wheel, but they're like yeah. observation pods. Yeah. And we went up there, again, when I was a kid, and I thought it was shite, and then went back later and also thought it was shite. But at least this time, I went with my friend who'd never been on it. He'd been living in London for a while, but he's from Japan Never been on it. So I was like, fuck it. One day we'll just go on it. Went on and uh, we got up there and like, yeah, it, it's London. But from a, now that we have, you know, you have aerial photography of everything. You have like video yeah. out the ass. You see London skyline all the time on video. It really isn't that impressive to see it live. But then a, a kid in the pod with us uh, got diarrhea. Now, now, and see, now, now, now that, you that began buy. to interest me. Yeah. yeah. Like, then it was like, all right, the trip isn't. Um, you know, wasted. Did he? How? Because how long are you up there? Forty minutes? Yeah, a good half an hour at yeah, least. Yeah. Because the the high roller at Las Vegas, you're you're up there. I mean, you're up there for a solid forty minutes. I. Uh, it's no point. It sucked. It, it was like Vegas is bad enough from the ground. Oh fuck you! Vegas is the best. I love that place. <sighs> but um, what I like about it is that it's experiential. You know what I mean? Like it's not because I'm I'm completely with you. It sounds cynical to say. It sounds like some fucking dystopian shit to say. But quite frankly, sightseeing is obsolete. We have really good cameras now. We have drones and helicopters. And right. Like, I mean, it's not like it, I, I, I can. You literally imagine... you get up from a high high distance. You look out and you go, "Oh, this looks just like the pictures." Yeah, I can imagine cool. there was a time where like going yeah. to the Eiffel Tower or something. Was like, oh my god! Yeah. I've heard about it. I've maybe seen a picture or two, but now I'm here and look at the scale of it and look at this. But uh, yeah, it's um, I agree, I, kind of obsolete now. The Eiffel Tower to, is fucking shy. Have person. you been to New York? Yeah. Did you go on the Statue of Liberty? Mm, did I go in, Did I go up it? No. No. I so what it. they don't what they don't tell you? Statue of Liberty haunted house on the stairs up. So it's an what? experience. It's like experiential. But there's a haunted house in the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, what the fuck's sake? I got excited for a second. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's cool. No, because right. that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I want some kind of experience. So I, what I did do when I went to New York was I took a boat tour uh, around Manhattan yeah, in I Hudson, that. Yeah. and that was cool because we had a tour guide who told us things. They're like, look, we're in. Well, you only like tour guys because they remind you of fucking Disneyland. Or like Universal Studios or whatever. Like they're not the same. Don't say or like whatever. They're not the Disneyland Universal Studios are very different. They the safari <laughs> fucking thing in Disneyland with a tour guide and then Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah, yeah, and yes. And, and the then you more go to I New York and you go on an actual tour and you're like, oh great. Yeah, and you're just thinking about fucking King Kong and shit. Like, yeah, I'm hoping that hoping King Kong <laughs> I'm hoping will... that the boat will pull over into yep. the harbor and like, yeah, I get to see some animatronic right. New Yorkers. Yeah, and for a fucking George Shark somewhere in the Hudson. 
<laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. That's not a bad idea. Like I had an idea when I was younger because I'm like scared of theme parks. Like I'm scared of theme park rides. I'm scared of animatronics. Yeah, like, you are. But you like, like watching them. the YouTube videos. I like, well, I like challenging myself to watch the YouTube videos. Yeah. But I'm interested in them in general. Like I think if you have a phobia or something, you tend to become a little bit kind of almost obsessive about it. Most people can go to Universal, have a great time, fucking whatever. I know kind of every ride back to front just from yeah. looking at fucking videos obsessively because I'm kind of afraid of them. Yeah, but. One idea I had from that, I was like, I think in a long highway journey in England, and I was like, why didn't they just put shit along the side of the road? Like, why don't they just put like a big fucking King Kong animatronic in this like empty field? Like, that would be fucking cool to look at. They have a few things like that, you know, they have the Angel of the North and stuff, and that's kind of immersive, you know, it's up on a hill. And now here in California, you have like, you know, a house with like neo Nazi imagery on it. What the fuck are you? I don't know what either of the two things you just talked about. Yeah, are. like what's the Angel of the North? Angel of the North is just a big sculpture, basically. It's okay, like and where is that? Um, I think it's Yorkshire on the way to Yorkshire. Okay, and uh, then in California, yeah, you drive out to like Joshua Tree, you're gonna see some neo Nazi shit, and that's mm. not like the state hasn't like sanctioned that as like an art project or anything, but yeah. it's there, mm. and that's kind of a most of I like that. And like on the way to Vegas, you know, you see the you see the uh, the ghost town, you see the big um, the thing in Baker, the biggest thermometer, biggest thermometer I just, in the world. Let me tell you something, Sean. I was there. Yeah, you today licked it. I I licked it. You licked I it, licked yeah. the fucking thermometer today. Good job. Yeah, it was about eighty nine degrees today in in uh, in Baker. Cool. And let me tell you what else, buddy. I don't mind telling you. Stopped at Arby's. <laughs> you really made the trip worthwhile. I fucking, and, I, and I'll tell you what else. I pulled over. I didn't eat while I drove. I sat there and fucking... You ever eat when you drive? I never eat when I'm oh, driving. Oh, yeah. All, I all like time. pulling over, especially on a long trip. I like pulling over and having a moment. See, I, but I didn't go in the Arby's. You drove through? I thought I was gonna just drive through and get on the road, but I ordered a uh, I ordered a French dip with Swiss. Uh, I don't get out of my car. I, I go to the drive through and then sit in my car. So that's what I ended up yeah. doing because I didn't realize that that's it was the way gonna, to do it. Dude. Ooh, baby, I didn't realize it was gonna come with that au jus. Oh, you got that <laughs> <laughs> they even have the audacity at Arby's to call it au jus. Ooh, Nelly. <laughs> they have the audacity to use any fucking French words. Okay. No, let's talk about Arby's real quick, because this has been on my fucking mind. I've been there once. Arby's is getting a bad fucking rap, and I don't know why. It's a great fucking restaurant. One of the finest... Restra- even calling it a restaurant. <laughs> one of the finest... That's one of the French words that you shouldn't use. Honestly, top five restaurants. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. For meats, it goes fogo de chow. Arby's, which you've never been to. No, I have, but I drive by it all the time. <laughs> it's good. Where is it? It's like downtown. There's one in downtown. I think there's one in Beverly Hills too. Yeah, I, I I'm always at the one in Beverly Hills. I think you're not yeah. at it. You're, you're driving near it. I'm driving close to it. Yeah, doesn't yeah. count. You got to yeah. go there. I usually go there for my birthday. You can come with this time. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm invited this time. This time you are. I wasn't invited to your last birthday. No, last time it was. I'll remember that. I'll lo- I'll log that yeah. shit. <laughs> Okay. I mean, we actually, I, was, I think you weren't was, able to. I was across the street at Arby's. <laughs> it was like fucking Arby's. <laughs> I was outside the window of fucking a chow eating a fucking yeah. half pound roast beef sandwich. Pressing some... your face up against the window <laughs> with fucking au jus, like smearing on the fucking Well, window. you know what? You know, they're into the au jus now, but what they used to have was they called it horsey sauce. 
Isn't that horseradish? I think it is, but I'm not Horsey sure. Sauce. I've never had it. I've never dared to have it. You know, the rest of the world makes fun of America for food. Like this is why you know, like calling horseradish horsey sauce. I don't know that it's. I don't know that it's horseradish. It might be its own thing. But I think it's horseradish, and I think they call it horsey sauce. My mom because used they to couldn't, get... they can't get their heads around the idea that it's like, well, is it a horse or is it radish? I mean... <laughs> no, thank you. Is it the same reason that they had to call the Manus of King George III just the Manus of King George? Because they, they worried that Americans would think it was a sequel? Is that true? Apparently. Yeah. They had to take away the three because they thought uh, Americans would be confused. Here's, here actually is one. In England, the, there was an animated movie. I think it was made by the Wallace and Gromit assholes. Yeah. I fucking hate those guys. But, uh, Oddman. they. Alan, Alan, uh, Alan Moore. Alan Moore made it. <laughs> Cracking cheese, Gromit. <laughs> My trousers. <laughs> These are the wrong trousers. I was supposed to wear my plaid pants today. Gromit. Gromit. Let me tell you, I don't have Let's a lot. Let's build a spaceship so we can leave this I Earth before do not it gets have a lot invaded of res- by fascists. I don't have a lot of respect for Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> He's an IP thief. Gromit, why are you packing a Koran? <laughs> it's an interesting text, but not one that I fully agree with. I do not believe in God, Gromit. <laughs> there is no God, Gromit. Only science. And I do a lot of science. Give me some cheese. Anyway, so, uh, there was a movie made by those guys called The Pirates. I'm farting, Gromit. <laughs> it's the cheese again. It's this cheese from Switzerland. It's not British made. What if I fucking threw up from coughing on your all over your fucking? Well, that's another phobia I have. So, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's a movie in England. Gromit, stop vomiting. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit in an adventure with a metaphobia. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit in an adventure with a disgruntled comic book artist. <laughs> Alan, Wallace, try and be positive, won't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Credits. Everything is bollocks. That's the end. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> what you are doing to the sheep is reprehensible. Anyway, but um, uh, there's in the in England the movie is called The Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists. Yeah, I saw it. And here it's called The Pirates Band of Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> is that because they're trying to get like the American Misfits fans? In, uh, no, like, no, yeah, dancing. Oh, I like the band Misfits. <laughs> I think it's yeah, dancing yeah. does a cameo. Dancing does a cameo. No, they're trying to. Uh, no, I think it's because Americans are skeptical of scientists, so they're like, <laughs> well, they just don't understand what it is. They're like, what? What is this? Pirates or scientists? Well, it's like Harry Potter. The the first one is called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, but in America, it's Harry Potter the and the Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. So, what, do you not understand what a fucking philosopher is? Well, and also the Philosopher's Stone is a thing, right? Yeah, it's an object. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing that exists already. Yeah, but they're calling it the Sorcerer's Stone here. And, like, even in the movies, they fucking, uh, they film a separate tape for the Americans. In England, every every time, they mention it a couple of times throughout the series, and, like, every now and then they mention the Philosopher's Stone, and then they had to, on set, they would have to be like, 
All right, everyone, we got to stop. <sighs> Sorry, you got to do that scene again and just say sorceress this time for the fucking retards over the pond. <laughs> Can't understand what a philosopher is, but they love sorcery. <laughs> that was Chris Columbus, the American director, saying that. I'm thinking later on when it became uh, the, the British dude. But no, so... Um, the no one directed those movies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's Bunch of real. crew, you know. Yeah. Alfonso Cuarón's just sitting back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He having was, a vacation in London. That's a weird one. People always pretend to like The Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Alfonso Cuarón directed no, it. It's fucking terrible. And it's nothing like an Alfonso Cuarón movie. They're like, oh, you know what? It's actually much better than the this other one. This one was actually it's, dark. It's by far the best. It's like, no, it's shitty like it's, all the other they're, ones. They're all, they're all shitty. fucking garbage. At least the first two knew they were garbage. The first two are like those kind of Lifetime movies, you know. Yeah, they're, they're directed by Chris Columbus, director of... Legend Bicentennial Man. Is that true? I think so, yeah. Legendary movie Mrs. Doubtfire. That was him too. Yeah. Yeah. See, so he liked his Robin Williams. But yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. Like he at least knew, all right, I'm making family movies for fucking stupid kids, and then they didn't bank on the fact that those kids were gonna grow up and still like those books. Yeah. Which I didn't bank on either. Like by the time I was twelve, you'd be called gay if you were reading a Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of went the other way and it, it crossed over to the point where now you're called gay if you don't like Harry Potter. I would love that. Twenty eight. I would love to be on the school grounds right now and see some kid getting bullied. So, oh, what you're literally like old school, like nineties, eighties bullying where they're calling him gay, but for (laughs) not liking Harry Potter. (laughs) You know this gay, this gay. What are you reading? You fucking John Paul Sartre, motherfucker. (laughs) This this gay bo doesn't even in your blood, dude. (laughs) This gay bo doesn't even know what house he belongs to. No, but I mean, yeah, but it's true. Like, and now everyone kind of like likes it. So then the films had yeah. to catch up, and they were like, "All right, we need it to go dark now." So like in the last one, you have like you know, Hermione is like bouncing on Harry's dick and shit. And, like, uh, she is right. Did we talk at about one this point, already? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I know, like I know what you did. mean. My memory of it. I know what you mean, but like, yeah, there's a bit in the. I don't know one of the last ones where you see them having it out in like a in like a weird hallucination. Yeah, yeah. Ron is like he he. <laughs> He gets like in contact with some kind of what is it like a dementor shows you your greatest fear? Something I don't know. It, he something shows Poor him his crux. greatest fear, yeah. and his greatest fear is getting cucked. He's getting <laughs> cucked. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Harry cucks Ron in Harry one of those movies, Ron. and like it's a fantasy, but it still happened. Like we still get the experience of knowing what it would look like if Harry cucked Ron Weasley. I mean, here's the here's the. I mean, and that's really funny, but like th- th- there's a bit. Thank you. <laughs> There's a bit in uh, one of them where, like, Ron, I think he gets, um, he gets like spellbound. He gets like a love potion or whatever, and he's like lusting after this girl. The thing is, Ron, like, this is gingerphobia on my part, but like, that guy looks deathly ill, like, all the time. <laughs> he looks fucking deathly ill. And there's this bit where he's like lusting over this girl because he's been given some potion or whatever, and yeah. it's fucking, dis- it like makes me physically sick to like look at him. But, I and haven't then, really uh, seen those movies, but he has like a crazy ass voice. He's, he's like, "Oh, Harry, I Harry, I've got the hard on for Padma Patil." I was at the I was at the premiere for one of those movies. Uh, I wasn't at it, but I was like walking around Real Trafalgar Hollywood Square. Stories with Sean. Yeah, fuck man, I, I, it was in Trafalgar Square, and uh, Master and I were walking around, and um, yeah, we saw him. Like, and it was like summer's day in London, and like mm. he looked like he was gonna fucking burst into flames. 
<laughs> he looked so uncomfortable and I was like Jesus Christ man. yeah anyway enough ginger bashing I'll do that and save that for the other podcast that's the oh, you have a separate one dedicated that's the dark just podcast like, just for like, on today's episode do you know it takes them twice as much anesthesia as a normal person oh I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> is that actually that'd be funny if that's that true funny. I don't maybe it's not twice as much but it's a bit more they take they take a bit of effort to put down that'd be a great podcast because you know every podcast is like we got to watch every episode of Frasier or whatever. It would be, you, you know, every podcast is a comprehensive encyclopedia. And really, it's so you don't have to come up with content. You just right. go down a list or whatever. Yeah, you just read out Rolling Stone. Um, yeah, exactly. And so the Ginger Bashing podcast is every day you pick one new celebrity. A new one, yeah. Yeah, it would be I'll like, you know, Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's out. And then Bryce Dallas Howard, too. Bryce Dallas Howard is, yeah, she's yeah. out, too. She's, more, she's, a, she's along the like, yeah. Daywalker lines, I think. But. <laughs> well, what's the one? Can um, you imagine, sorry, being the the anesthesiologist? Is that what's what called? The- anesthesiologist or doctor? Anesthetist? Uh, yeah, anesthesiologist. Whoever was the yes. first one to figure out that it took more to put gingers under. Imagine being the first one. The first one I'm trying to there was give them a normal dose of anesthesia yeah. and they're just still like <laughs> they're still staring at you with those wide, eyes wide and grinning. Um, the lips are like sorry. anyway. You know, okay, so gingers have a we're joking, of course, but in gin- England gin- you're still kind of allowed to the they haven't quite reached like oppressed status, even though they totally are. Well it, look, I mean I don't know if it's different here. We're, we're joking and all, but like gingers do have this strange bad rep, and this was never on my radar until that South Park episode, and it makes you wonder if the South Park episode started it. The Not the gingers have no souls. I don't know about specifically no that. souls, but in England it was. Um, I think it goes back to probably like anti-Irish and anti-Scottish oh that makes because, sense yeah. but but it's different though like the red hairs you have in Ireland and Scotland it's not ginger like ginger is another thing right it's like you can have red-haired people but then it, uh, there's like a they cross over into being something altogether more horrifying and like that's <laughs> that's what weird that's what the South Park episode was talking about I think well is it- <laughs> <laughs> the, well, it makes me wonder because, and I'm going to circle this back here because I feel like a lot of anti-ginger sentiment, a lot of anti-ginger bullying, is people parroting the South Park episode. I'm sure they like, didn't help matters for gin- the gingers. Yeah, yeah, gingers have yeah. no souls, which is funny because I mean, obviously their intention is just like Cartman has picked some random thing. Right. If I remember the episode right, you know, yeah, the actual, you know, the point of the episode. Of course, it's not they don't actually think gingers have no souls, whatever. I but mean, that definitely probably fucked shit up for gingers in schoolyards for yeah, years. To but come. they're resilient. You know, like that, there's something. Unless, but that being said, unless it involves sunlight. Speaking of cultural forces denigrating the reputations of perfectly great establishments, I feel like the reason people talk shit on Arby's, a great restaurant, <laughs> a great restaurant, founded by a ginger, is no, is because of The Simpsons. There's an episode, the the famous joke from The Simpsons, there's an episode where they're all on an, a desert island and they're like, I'm so hungry, blah, blah, blah. And, and the twins are like, I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's. And I feel like that one joke sunk Arby's reputation. They're the best. You can't get food like that. It's, it's. You think The Simpsons is that influential? Are you one of I the mean, pe- are you one of are the you people? Joking who- with, I mean, that's like one of the most influential shows of all time. I mean, no, but influential in terms of like they can say one shitty thing about a restaurant and then yes, really, 
I mean, it's not exactly like Arby's has sunk, has it? It's sunk the monorail business because of that one episode about the monorail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's sunk Australia. Yeah, oh, dude, Australia, honestly, I don't think of Australia without thinking about like, oh, I've seen you've played Knifey Spoonie before. Like that, like yeah. they, that Australia episode is very funny. It's pretty xenophobic dude, from what I remember. All of the, dude, the Brazil episode is oh, like sure, yeah. super, it's like, it's, you know, The Simpsons is very liberal show, but they've like, they, I mean, I'm not one to complain about xenophobia when I'm fucking here being like, Ginger's a fucking, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> Ginger should be canceled. Man. No one's standing up for them though, really. Like, no, you know, no and that's a new climate of like, you know, I think mostly with good intentions, you know, like standing up for minority groups or oppressed groups. So yeah. you got like disabled, race, gender, whatever. Ginger's remarkably quiet. No one wants to side with them. Anyway, but, enough about that. I mean, yeah, I'm sitting here in my car eating this wonderful French dip. <laughs> parked right at the base of the fucking depressing fast food stories. Of the world's tallest thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> Straight across from the Alien Jerky store. Oh yeah, I mean it doesn't they have big billboards for that place. And I'm happy as a as a pig and shit. Yeah, like you know that is my major proclivity is trash. And I don't mean like I'm not like John Waters up here fucking like I love filth. Yeah, I'm not I, like Kenneth that. Anger. I'm not yeah, like yeah. that. I'm like you like actual trash. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Bad content. And it's not ironic. Bad. There's nothing no. ironic about it. I just like it. No, you're pretty. Uh, what's the word? Um, Very American. I'm a true American. I mean, it's a pretty American. Like, yeah, but not someone that you'd expect to find in like a big city in California. You know, you're more like. You know, I, I'm from Ohio, and I just saw a Dog's Purpose, and I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Exactly. But well, I more mean, about fast food. You though. and I had a night the other night. I mean, maybe by then, I mean like a month ago now. Yeah. Went to Universal City Walk. <laughs> just because we were trying to watch fucking Us. Get out. Oh, yeah, Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we ended up in Universal City Walk. I've never seen... Someone's so happy to be in the universe. If you haven't been, if you if you haven't been there, it's a fucking ghastly place. It's like it's the best. It's the absolute pinnacle. They're showing like clips of Universal City Walk in North Korea, like just to promote anti-American sentiment. <laughs> it's the nadir of like American capitalism. It's fucking it's horrible. So awesome. It's, it's disgusting. Right. Overpriced. And everything cool. is neon. It's probably wasting like so much. Everything is themed. Don't listen oh, to him. Man, no, it's, Universal it's, City Walk uh, is the shit. They got a fucking grim. colorful fountain. The fucking the t- types of people that place attracts. To. Yeah, me. Yeah, you. <laughs> fucking wide eyed and wide open that big like dumb a guppy smile fish. on my yeah, face. Yeah. Like guppy fish. <laughs> I mean City Walk City Walk though, Vegas, very similar like principles in terms of what I like about them. Or it's just like lights. Yeah, it's very similar. There's a lot of lights here. Well what else well, what were you doing in Vegas? What was the purpose? Um my friend just had a, a hotel for the night, so I just crashed with him. We hung out. Just went for one night? Yeah, it was good fun, you know. Right. It was good fun. We went to the Fremont Street, which is like the shitty. It's like if if the strip is too classy, you got a Fremont. Street. You got the a thing Fremont. Is Fremont Street. They've like done it up now. It's like gentrified. They put Didn't like seem that gentrified. No, they put. It used to be way worse. They put a roof over it. They got like it always had a roof because had those lights. It didn't always. It was the old strip. As far as I understand it, they put uh, that roof up and called it the Fremont Street Experience. Oh, okay. I didn't but know how recent to, that, that used was. to be the strip, as far as I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. In the 70s or before. 
Yeah, I mean, it's awesome because they have these, um, they have designated busking circles on the ground mm-hmm. that I assume you can rent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you got a license. The idea for the, the their idea of busking there is just incredible. I mean, basically, it's take a picture with me. Yeah, I'm dressed like this. One guy was just standing there, didn't even have anything in terms of like a way to give him money. He was just standing there with a cardboard sign that said, go fuck yourself and flipping off everyone that walked by. Yeah. I was like, what the, f- like, how bored are you? Well, let's see. This is like the, the post ironic uh, busking that you get now. I don't think, no, this guy looked <laughs> legitimately unhinged. He wasn't uh, like, it no. was, but, and then there was like a little person dressed up as Mr. T <laughs> and people are taking pictures with him. To be fair, that was kind of good. <laughs> like, to be fair that rules to be fair i'm in, i'm into that yeah i'll go for it yeah um and then uh did you go to any did you do anything decadent any strip clubs do that. it was it was it was uh it was a clean night you know what clean, i mean mostly fun we just, night we went and hung like we got bored of walking and we just, you don't gamble no you i don't, don't really I drink i drink well, not yeah, I but drink, it, Sean, you don't go out drinking. Really. I had three mai tais. Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was flush. <laughs> My cheeks were rosy. I don't know what there is to do in Vegas if you're not into that, though. Really, except for I mean, for you, it's like going to Caesar's Palace and looking at the fucking statues. Oh hell yeah, I the love the, statues and being dude, like, yeah, I love cool. the statue performers at the Venetian. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. It's you. You know what I did on the way out of town, Sean? I stopped by the Pinball Hall of Fame and I played like an hour of pinball on old machines. Fucking Christ. <laughs> it was awesome. God. I thought about going to the Atomic Testing Museum. <laughs> okay. Didn't go. No. You didn't Too go ex- to the Mob Museum either? Too expensive at $22 a head. <laughs> uh, that's a bit pricey. I was like, yeah, because yeah. I, I don't know if it's just a scam once you get in there. Because I went to the, I did go to the Erotic Heritage Museum once. Where's that? It's in Las Vegas. Huh. It's right off the strip, sort of on the Circus Circus side. Uh-huh. Erotic Heritage Museum is uh, this alleged, you know, museum of eroticism, as, it would, right, as the name would right. suggest. And it's right there in Las Vegas. It's like pretty expensive. It's like twenty five dollars a person or something like that. Maybe fifteen something in that area. It is like the most low effort tourist trap of a museum I've ever seen in my life. First of all, first thing you see in there when you get in there is Donald Trump, <laughs> and they just have this exhibit. Of erotica. They just have an exhibit about how bad of a guy Donald Trump is. Uh, first room. I mean, it's all one giant open room. Yeah. But it's like you get in there and they're like, you know, here's some. They kind of try to tie it in. They're like, you know, here's something. Fucking Donald Trump, he slept with a porn star. So what oh, about? So shit. what about that? Yeah. What about that? That was the stuff I liked about Donald Trump most. <laughs> you know, all that stuff where you hear he, uh, there was he got some Russian prostitutes to pee on him. Yeah. And everyone was like, Ugh. yeah. Like, no, that's like the most humanizing thing I've heard about content. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. Also, you know, all you liberals is like, who are you to kink shame the fucking president, a <laughs> <laughs> noble president? The, the next, no, so the next exhibit, a diorama, diorama, whatever, however you say it, mm-hmm. of uh, Constance Bathory. 
Constance Bathory. <laughs> Whatever the fuck her name. Can't count as Bathory. Yeah. With no educational materials in it whatsoever. No. It's just a little, like, paper-printed sign that's like the first paragraph of the Wikipedia on Countess Bathory. Right. And then a diorama, which is a mannequin in a bathtub, and then another mannequin hanging above her by a rope. Right. You know, because she's going to cut it open. I see. And that's the whole... That's space. That's not how she... That's based on Hostel 2. That's not based on the fucking. Hey, hey I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. I'm telling you, like this. This. Nah, what... that sounds like a wheat museum. Oh, dude, they had no. It's the only museum I've ever been to that has no artifacts, uh, no educational material of any kind. They there was one where they had a uh, a TV screen playing a Star Wars porn parody. That's fun. Just in full, and it was like a little piece of paper that was like, now they make parodies. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing more to say about Fucking that. Fucking cool. They had a yeah. stripper pole. Okay. It's like it, it's it was like I've never felt really ripped off before, especially me who's How much like did it cost you to get in there. Uh, it was like 20 bucks. Still. I was like you know me who's like a giant thermometer. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but you're also thrifty. I'm also, yeah, I'm a spendthrift. Well, there's a... You know, how, been... you know how your wife is always, like, proclaiming that every, like, establishment we see is a is a laundering front? Yeah. Like, if there's just something that's slightly off, she's like, oh, it might be a laundering front. It doesn't even have to be something off about it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just ex- if it, just, if if it, it exists, exists and it's not, like, a mainstream, like, yeah. franchise, she's like, front. nah, they're laundering something. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is almost definitely laundering something because it's like right. they have put no effort in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Was that? Have you been to the Hollywood Wax Museum? I've not. No, uh, I've been to the Madame Tussauds in Las Vegas, though. Well, yeah, Madame Tussauds has like a fairly high quality about it. The Hollywood, Hollywood Wax, Wax Museum, Museum is not the same thing as Madame has Tussauds. kept this location on Hollywood Boulevard, right in the center of the tourist district. Uh, but it's fucking awful to the point where. If you look in Madame Tussauds in Hollywood, they have like a comparison uh, sign. They have, like, what? They have Madame Tussauds is openly talking shit? Yeah. It literally is like, here's our version of George Clooney and here's theirs. And it shows theirs, which is like vaguely re- re- resembles Are him. And then they show their me? one and it looks like fucking. That's so <laughs> awesome. Like, Yeah, no, that's cool. Wait, no, I just like that Madame Tussauds is openly like, hey. Yeah. You know that shithole wax right down, the, down the fucking street? Yeah, trust me, it sucks, is what they're saying. And it does. And it fucking does. Dude. Like, we, I mean, we went in there, me and my sister went in there when we were like 12 or 13 on vacation here, and yeah, we were like trying to figure out who they were, like who, who the people were. <laughs> I don't think they had signs, and maybe they did have signs, but it was really hard to figure out. They had one that was Bruce Willis, yeah. but it was like Bruce Willis in like the famous role in Unbreakable. Yeah. Which isn't like one of his famous roles. So they have him in like this big hooded. <laughs> his most famous role? Yeah, they have him in like a big hooded coat so you couldn't see his face really. So it was like basically, it could have been a wax figure of anyone, but there was like Bruce Willis. Because Madame Tussauds gets to actually cast them and, you know, do the cast so they get a proper wax yeah, figure. Yeah. And this place just does it by kind of memory. So like Keanu Reeves looks like Adam Driver. right well i mean i get that which is fair yeah but so you went to vegas and came back and nothing really to say except for the eight arby's near the baker oh my god and this arby's and let me tell you something about arby's right fucking the finest dude i mean yeah (laughs) 
Do you have anything else to say about that? No. No. That's pretty boring. Yeah, there's not much, uh, not much really to do with that. I wish I, I wish I was, I wish I was the guy who fucking had stories. Are you trying to get a sponsorship from Arby's? Is that, is that your (laughs) angle? I've never heard them on a podcast. You know, on podcasts, it's always like, fucking stamps. com. Well, Are you bored of going to the post office? Well, what's his name? Mark. It's like a fucking millionaire. The stamps.com one is always based on negativity. That's why I don't like the stamps. That's why I'll never support stamps.com. It's pretty. Because uh, I don't like negativity. Like, one. Do you hate having to go to a building exactly. with dirty, unwashed plebs? Exactly. It's always. <laughs> yeah. Well, because first of all, I think the market, or at least they think their market, stamps.com, they think their market is rich hipsters, basically. Right? Because they're always like. They're always like, oh. Do you fucking hate, like, when you're busy in your home Etsy, like, how much are you mailing shit? <laughs> yeah, really. And well, the then, thing is, it markets to, like, podcasters. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. You know, Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. Needs to mail shit out every now and then, so they're like, well, like, you could probably promote this. I know Mark Maron. Have you seen the fucking audience? I know Mark Maron does it. Penn Jillette does it, too. He's like, no one likes going to the post office. Yeah. I myself haven't been there since the late seventies. The post office. Let me tell you something about the post office. It's government interference. <laughs> we the should post- be funding it ourselves. The, the post office of our should be privatized. You should get it there with the power of your own intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much right. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's. I mean, yeah. But Arby's, you know, that's something that we can get behind. But you know, you could you could promote Arby's. That's something I can get behind. You were talking shit, Buster. I mean, yeah, fuck Arby's. I, I don't oh, like it. what the fuck, You can dude. make a better roast beef sandwich for like $2. Everyone always says shit like that, man. It's so fucking ignorant. It's, it's ignorant. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like ignorant. It's because it's not true. It's not true. Everyone always... People who, people who are essentially, I'm going to say it, racist against fast food, they fucking... They always are saying like, you can make all that at home. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't taste as good. I don't, I'm sorry. It just it tastes better. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> First of all, Arby's, uh, they give you a piping hot foam cup of au jus when you fucking order. Your- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say as far as fast food establishment goes, it probably goes number one in and out. Number two, Arby's. One in and out. Seriously? Number one in and out. Number two, Arby's. Oh. Number three, like every every other restaurant in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no sponsorship. There should be a documentary. You remember Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Yeah. Like a Max Dreams of <laughs> shitty roast beef sandwiches. Max Dreams of Arby's. Max Dreams of the shittiest food you could cut. Like, it's not shitty, though. That's it's It has such a bad rep that even I start to believe it after. I'm like, oh, I'm eating shitty Arby's. <laughs> it's not shitty. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> this is my st- the, my cause right now because uh, let me tell you something 10 years ago 10 years ago people were talking about taco bell the way they're talking about arby's now yeah and then taco bell hired some hipster to run their social media and taco bell is now like the thing everyone loves do they Oh, yeah, but it's like in this half-ironic meme-type way. Right, yeah. Where they're, like, so obsessed with it. That's why, like, everything Taco Bell does for marketing now is based on, like, hipsterish irony. 
of like we're Taco Bell. We do fucking weird, shitty fat. You know, like it's like this joke almost of how shitty they are. Doesn't Andrew WK? Isn't he like the spokesperson now? That would make perfect sense, right? Because it's an exact market. That kind of pseudo ironic. Have you heard the theory about how Andrew WK is multiple people and like he like he keeps dying and they replace him or some weird thing like that? He's a victim of that kind of theory. Yeah, yeah, like Siegfried and Roy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Andrew WK. Yeah, the, the why theory- would anyone bother to replace him? He, he's an important cultural figure. He isn't though, is he? It's like, what- to party. Yeah, yeah right. that song? A bunch of songs with the word party in them. Let's get a party going. Let's get a yeah. party going. Fucking love Andrew W. Came in. I saw him live uh. at Warped Tour. Just let that hang like the fucking <laughs> rancid fart that it was. It was true. It wasn't a joke. Hmm. I don't know. I'm. You know what? I've had enough of. I'll tell you this for free. I've had enough. <laughs> what? I'm just excited I get to hear it for free. Yeah, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to charge anyone for this. All right, lay it on me. I've had enough of The Offspring. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking sick of it. No, I'm sick of you, bitch. Because we were getting getting drinks with someone the other night, and... uh, and the offspring came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're fucking shitty. And both of you got on my case with some bullshit story about how the, the, singer, of the, the singer of the offspring is a genius who solved cancer or some shit. He's a fucking genius, apparently. Oh, horse shit. Yeah, he, did like he, has a, he has an unfinished degree. No, no he got it. No, he got it awarded. He like got it. Dr. Though. Bill Cosby. He got it because he did uh, research into AIDS treatment. No, he didn't ever publish his findings. Yeah, he did. No, he, Dexter Holland has not been published in any academic journal. I promise you that. Well, all the, all the academic journals you fucking read. Yeah, I read Life. I read Cell. I read Science. I read all. The, I know you at least, just look for theories about Alice in Wonderland and then call it a day. <laughs> I get that. No, you can't read academic journals. They're too expensive. Do you know how fucking expensive they are? No, it's hundreds of dollars for. For uh, like a subscription to an academic journal. Yeah, so instead you Google for fucking Alice in Wonderland series. Alice in Wonderland plus yeah. cancer. <laughs> cancer cells. Yeah, yeah, man. You plus got some, like, Dexter. Some girl on Tumblr is really into it. Yeah, hell she's yeah. She's dying of cancer and she's like, well, I think it's a metaphor. And you're like, right, that's research right there. <laughs> but Dexter Holland has spent a lot of his life dedicating to the science. He didn't do shit. And dedicated Are- to good Punk yeah, rock and yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it you showed me that new song they had? Oh, Cal- you talking about California Kicks? California bumping or whatever it was called. No, it's yeah. California Kicks parentheses bumping in my trunk. Bumping in my trunk. I man. know you heard that bass bumping in my trunk. It's <laughs> fucking genius. And the fucking his party's like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Turn up the beat, yeah. <laughs> it's like and like. The video has them in it, and they're all about 75 years old now, and they look like shit. Yeah. I was watching a video of them at like Lollapalooza when they were young, and they were shit then. They were always shit. I mean, that, did that, anyone really think they were like a They kind of like, they weren't even good performers. Like, they wander out there, and they're like, hey, we're the offspring. All right. Hi, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like... 
no build up, no no performance ability. Just well, you know, my my wife randomly put on a documentary about Agnostic Front. What the fuck is that? Agnostic Front were like an eighties hardcore band from New York, and okay. she. I don't know why, but she put on a Pretty documentary. Pretty for her, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think she knew who they were, but like right. the documentary had a good cover or something, so she just put it on. That's kind of what she's like. You know, she'll look for like a nice artwork and then watch something. Yeah. Um, but it's just so she put it on and we're watching it. It's about them like now, like you know, now that they're in their sixties. And uh, I'll tell you, it's fucking great. You have this one guy who. I swear to God, he looked he looked like Jim Norton and sounded like Jim Norton. Fuck yeah! And he was about forty. He was the guitarist and like founding member, and uh, yeah. he was sixty, but he looked about forty. And he was still living in New York, and he keeps going on about fucking Mayor Giuliani, and he's like, "Ah, oh, that boondoggle mayor fucked up my city." I can't even do a New York accent, but oh, is that like what that, that was supposed to be? I, uh, I get it. <laughs> if I'm listening Scottish. to him, I can go. There's like, oh. You- <laughs> I can't do a New York accent. Anyway, so he's mad at the mayor. He's mad at the mayor, and he's like sitting around talking about how he used to. I mean, it's like the most archetypical. Oh my, my neighborhood's been gentrified. Type person. He's right, still living yeah. in the same building. He's like over there was a fucking mafia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now they sell handbags or something like that. You know, he's why would he want up. the mafia around? The mafia is horrible. That's the thing. Yeah, like, like, it sounds like it's better now than it used to be. He's like, no. Yeah, you know, back then we used to fucking have the we, the fucking mafia used to run this fucking place. Yeah. Now great. we're all fucking safe. We don't got to give our money away to nobody. We have all this fucking disposable income. I don't know what to fucking do with it. But it's it, annoying. Here's, here's the thing, though. You could always tell he was about like a few seconds of an edit away from like saying a racial slur. <laughs> he was like on the cusp always. And, like, Aren't you know, we all? They, yeah, you know they just cut before he said anything that yeah. cancelable or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, he was like, you know, and then these fucking nu- and then it cuts to somebody oh, yeah. else. You know? <laughs> <It just cuts. laughs> yeah, but like, uh, uh, yeah, and the, I mean it's the same with um, you remember Duck Dynasty? Yeah, yeah. You remember everyone got like pissed off and A and E or whoever the network was was like, well, I mean, we didn't know that he was anti-gay marriage. Yeah, you yeah. fucking did. You spent a bunch of time with him in the fucking swamps. Oh, it must have come up, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like, it was it, did it really surprise you? Uh, you know, him when being, you were there, him like, being anti-gay marriage is like his best stance. Did you hear the other shit he was saying? What was he saying? What did he oh, he was for? saying that it's like the same as bestiality. Fucking a dude, being gay. If you're a guy, yeah. Being gay. <laughs> same as bestiality? Yeah. It's pretty tough. I mean, it's it's pretty like... You know, everyone says gay now as if oh you're effeminate or whatever. But it's like if you're if you're fucking or getting fucked by a man, you're tougher than I am. Oh, that's not that bad. Uh, I've never done it. I've never fully fucked a man. Hmm. I haven't even really half fucked a man, honestly. Remember how Jim Norton is like obsessed with talking about how he's always hooking up with trans people? Yeah, but he says he's only getting blown by them, right? I thought he was blowing them mostly. Oh. I think that's what he... Yeah, possibly, I don't know, whatever works for you. Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so... Jim Nolan. Didn't he die? No, he's very much alive. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that shit in. Just fucking, that's how it ends. <laughs> that is how it ends.